Pop stars were rolling tape. Um, all right, we're here. I'm here. Sightpen Podcast episode 21. I assumed it was an episode 20, cleverly, masterfully put together by Nick Nisi. Is that right, Nick? Hey, yeah. that's a good one. It was? I, I didn't listen. It's because I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> what happened. But anyway, you're here. That's Nick. Um, that, do, give me another AO since I threw you off there, Nick. Hey-o. There you go. And uh, then we also have Neil Roberts. I'm just happy to be here. And Paul Shannon. Howdy, people. And lovable, furry old Tori. I mean, yep, I said that right. Um, with a little bit of a raspy voice right now. I think I'm a little sick, but uh, I am just you happy. You sound sick. Do I? But not, not yeah. like, did, not did sun hit infectious. You? Yeah, there was, a, there was a couple of photons came right in the window. I was not happy about that. Um, it's rainy in Seattle. I know it's weird, but it's true. Um, we've hit the rainy season, and I don't think I've seen sunshine in the last couple of weeks. So there's that. Um, let's see. Quick updates. Why wasn't I here last time? I was like super busy on a really cool project that we're physically printing out. Um, and for anyone who works on web, which I think a couple of our listeners might work in the web. Um, Printing is a lot different because you can't just like undo if you mess up and push a new fix because um, once you print something, it's final. Um, and that's terrifying. And I was very stressed and I still am because uh, I have to go see the proofs tomorrow. So that's my life. Um, crushing it in fantasy football. I don't think we talked about that this season, um, but 8-0 in the Saipan League. So just saying, like really killing it because I know everyone cares. Uh, Can you explain what football is for our listeners? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I it's don't like, know. Well, so. fantasy is different. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but instead of dragons, you have football players. Right. And wizard hats. Yeah. I mean, right. helmets. And instead of rolling dice, you watch TV. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, which I love doing anyway. Um, you know, you start drinking early and watching TV. Um, they actually, it is kind of like fantasy because they, a couple of players actually wear a hat that they have a voice that talks to them in it and like tells them what they're seeing from like God mode, like from up above, like God is speaking to them and telling them, directing them on what is about to happen. All I know so, is that uh, singing is an important part of it. It is a very important part of it. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all that I've heard. Yeah, no, football. that's, this is true. This is true. And you play it with your feet, which is why it's called football. Mm. Can I just say? So then you have your, your charisma and hit points up really high and that's why you're winning? Yeah. Well, I'm winning because I went Trump style. And so I'm just, I can't lose. Like I'm winning everything, which, oh my God, the election is coming up and I'm terrified. Um, we joked about President Trump for a long time and I'd like to take <laughs> all of those words back now because there's a chance that it might actually happen. And I'm very sorry, President Trump. Um, I was going to write that down, but I saw something recently that he might not be able to read. <laughs> People are saying yeah. this. So this Go might be the your, last episode. Hold your truth. This, this could definitely be the last episode. <laughs> anyway, I was going to talk about how annoying it is when British people complain that we call it football and their soccer that they call football and we call it soccer, but they invented the term soccer and most of them are completely unaware of that. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the uh, Brexit folks. We'll be joining you in hell soon. I mean, joining you soon. <laughs> So let's talk about stuff, guys. 
uh, let's just escape this segment and go on to the next one. <laughs> oh, wait, nice. wait, how do I do that? I don't have a button I heard there's anymore. no escape. There yeah. is no you guys escape. Watch, uh, <laughs> you guys watch Superstore? I watched an episode. Does that count? I have I'll say yes, empathetically. Oh, they, yes. he dressed up as Brexit for Halloween. I wanted to dress up like Brexit. That's a good idea. It was just a British shirt with an exit sign hung around his neck. That's a good idea. But I wanted, that's what I wanted. <laughs> I was like, how do you? That's what I wanted to be. I, I didn't dress up as anything because I spent way too much time uh, my daughter's fifth birthday party and I was making a haunted house in our basement. And I decided that putting down hay would make it just more authentic. Mm-hmm. And then I realized... Is this the big project that you had to print out? No, this is not that. <laughs> this is the big project that on Friday afternoon I found out that we were actually going to go ahead and do it. And it was happening in Saturday afternoon. So I worked late both nights. Um, first night actually setting it all up, which is hard. You ever try to set up something that's scary but not scary for a five-year-old? It's kind of difficult. Like you don't really know what level of scary to go for. And then they come in and it's like, why did you make it so scary? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but it turns out um, putting down a bale of hay in your basement is really awful because you have to, not only does it smell awful, which you don't really think about until you're in the middle of doing it and you're like, this, it's, it's really choking in here, but then you have to clean it up. So I was up till two, three in the morning that night cleaning it up. Awful. Let's move on. You don't have a fireproof basement. <laughs> I kicked over a lantern in the middle of the night. That was terrible. Um, yeah. Half of Seattle burned down. Let's move on. Let us talk about <laughs> what we're here to talk about. What everyone is going to talk about is currently talking about, writing articles about soon. Um, the, the computer from which there is no escape, the new MacBook <laughs> Pro with Touch Bar. That is actually what we're going to lead with here because I don't know about a lot of our listeners, but I think most of us are pretty diehard Mac users. Um, yeah. And... I was looking forward to the MacBook Pro, but I got to be honest, I'm really uncomfortable with the whole losing the escape key. Like all the other function keys could go. Mm. The escape key not being there really bugs me. Um, let's talk about that. Well, I actually use the function keys on top of the escape key, so I'm even less satisfied losing those keys. I don't really type on my and laptop keyboard. Keep going. You don't. That's a good point. Yeah, but but that's that's another part of it yeah. that you know, like they they unveiled this this new laptop, and it has DJ you know Touch Bar up at the top, which is really cool. But uh, they don't have any solution for us, like who dock our our laptop to a monitor and use our actual keyboard and a separate touchpad or a separate mouse. Maybe that like, is the solution it, for it, you. They are like, all oh, these people are gonna be pissed. I know. Sell yeah. them an adapter so they can plug in their uh, other keyboard. I don't think they're going to do that, though. Yes. Yeah, I wonder if they can do that because the along with the touch bar, it also has um, Touch ID in it. And I'm wondering if they can do the secure enclave part of it wirelessly, If that, how, like how that would work. I don't know anything about it. I'm just making things up. But Oh, no, that's... If they, like, that may be why they don't have some kind of adapter for the Magic Keyboard, for example. No, I think... I mean, just speculating, I would guess that they are going to come out with a um, a new Magic Keyboard that will debut with the iMac, which was not ready. That's my guess. That, that so. There will be one. We'll um, see. I, I kind of feel like it almost has to be like plugged in, though. 
Like, I don't know how you're going to get good battery life yeah. out of that, right? And I said, they're going to be like, oh, charge it nightly, plug it in nightly, you know? I, I don't know. I guess kind of like a huge keyboard. Wait, is yeah, it? it's a huge keyboard. You could throw in a huge battery. It's not huge. Um, Have you seen their magic keyboard? It's tiny. It's suit. They made it even smaller. It's suit, yeah. I don't even know. I can't use it. Like I got one with my new 5K iMac. Yeah. It is so small that I actually lost the keyboard for a few minutes. It was actually you know just just under a gum <laughs> wrapper. Um, but I, I just I just used my. I, I just stuck with the old one. I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. It was way too small. So unless they make it bigger, I really like keys, it. Right? You do? I'm gonna be honest. I really like it. Yes, yes, I do. It's it's a nice keyboard. Uh, I love that I can have it plugged in. I don't right now. Um, <clears throat> I don't have to worry about the batteries in it at all, though. Like I just have a lightning cord and plug it in when it complains, which is not very often. And otherwise, it works great. The keys feel good. I like it, but I like I tend to do half of my work uh, at home with it plugged in. Um, to an external monitor and and with my laptop closed. And then half the work, sometimes I'll go to a coffee shop and work from there. And I don't like having two different types of keyboards. So I like having everything kind of nice and similar, which will be a problem when I get the new MacBook, if I do get the new MacBook, uh, because I won't have that touch bar. Well, that, that's Some, another amazing thing. You mentioned you have a lightning cord, which yeah. that's that's the connector for the iPhone as well, right? Right in the Apple remote. So yeah, that's weird. In the Apple, so you, so you get earphones that are lightning based with the iPhone, and then you plug them into your Mac by getting a dongle or something. Is oh, I bet they'll have a. Yes. I bet they'll have a new cable. I have the cable actually. It's a twenty nine dollar USB C to lightning <laughs> yeah. cable. No, exactly. <laughs> well, you know the reason I have that is because the USB C for the iPad Pro twelve point nine inch it actually does. Um, what is that called? Fast charge. Um, and with USB-C, it can charge way faster because otherwise it's just dead slow to, to charge that. Right. And so I understand that, but oh my God, I appreciate the Type-C connectors on, on the, the USB-3, but do they need to keep changing those things? I thought, I thought lightning and you know, those wired keys or wired, the wired earphones were the way of going. And now they're like switching it up again and it's yeah. just driving me nuts buying dongles. Like even <laughs> even my Mac runs software dongles. Like I had Hush for a while or Shush or whatever, which is like a mute button dongle that's in software. And I had like I have Moom, which is like a fix the Windows thing dongle for for it. I'm constantly buying dongles for my Mac, even software ones. Well, the nice thing about USB C is that it's not Apple proprietary. Um, hopefully it's the standard going forward. So I'm excited about that. It's not that much bigger than lightning. So hopefully maybe that will change what the iPhones use in the future to keep parity between everything. Um, but I would much rather them have USB-C than, than lightning because it can do so much more and it's not an Apple proprietary thing, but maybe we should back up and list out the things that the MacBook has the the features of it yeah well so just, we've already talked about the touch bar. i think before we go i think we should probably clarify because i think there's actually something about what we were just talking about that we kept saying um the USB-C, but like isn't it actually aren't they thunderbolt three ports with the usb type c connector 
So it's a Type C uh, connector. I don't know. But if it's it a Thunderbolt connected to the Type C. Thunderbolt connector. three is and the USB C are the same connector. Uh, but it's a different protocol. I like guess a different. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not that. It's Type C. Right. Well, I'm just saying they didn't give us, you know, four USB ports as much as we got four with the new one. You get uh, with the 15 inch. You get four Thunderbolt three ports that utilize the USB uh, C. Too many acronyms here. You know what I'm (laughs) going to say. Anyway, let's back up. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, so it came with uh, the new MacBook has the touch bar. And so a a OLED screen on the top replacing the function keys on the keyboard. Uh, The mouse pad or the trackpad, sorry, is twice as big. So it's probably up to to the size of the external one that you can buy. and you can get up to two terabytes on the 15 inch for storage SSD, uh, but you're still stuck at 16 gigs max for the for RAM. Uh, they upgraded to Skylake processors, uh, and uh, they now have all of them. I don't think they have integrated graphics cards. Is that they right? Do. That you they have uh, it's oh, switches. It has, uh, as far as I remember, it has the Intel Iris, and then but it also has a dedicated as well. Gotcha. Okay. At least on Is the that 15 the 980M inch. or something like that? They're running like 980Ms or something for, for video cards, I think, which um, is not the newest. I think 1080s are. Um, but it's something. Yeah, it's disappointing is what it is. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean... That, that's the thing with this generation. It, it feels like the MacBook Pro, they just kind of put it out there. And there's a lot of like general use cases that are out there now that they haven't solved. Like, how do I use a touch? How do I use a touch bar when I have my Mac all the way to my right? It's not my primary monitor. Um, they don't and care it's about way up you. There. They don't care about. <laughs> no, me. they don't. I think and, that that makes complete sense. Like, if you just take the approach that they honestly don't care about people like us. Um, that well, okay. I don't ever dock my. I mean, I have an iMac, so I don't dock, but I have a MacBook Pro. And so for me, actually, a lot of the limitations don't bother me. Like the lack of ports. I never plug anything into my ports ever. Like I just, there's no need. Like I never, there's nothing I ever, I plug in the power. That's all I ever plug in. I never plug in anything else. I never plug my phone into it. I never, you know, I plug my headphones into it. So there's that. There's a headphone jack and a power port for me. And, you know, like I don't ever use a USB you know, uh, the, uh, the SD card reader, you know, but I think that that's interesting though, because then there's people who are kind of the evangelists almost that are people like you guys where you, you use your laptop, but you dock it to a monitor. Right. And you don't have that, you know, like you said, it, it kind of breaks up your workflow now, but also think about like photographers, like they have, you know, they want to stick their, the, the card into the computer and now you need an adapter for that too. Um, so that's kind of mm, a little interesting, I guess, that that's the way they went with that, that they dropped that, which is such a thin port anyway. Like, really? It's not about space savings, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know. To me, the, the lack of ports is not an issue. Having four USB-C slash lightning ports is going to be great. And the thought that their, I, I assume their thought process is in the future, USB-C will be everything, so a lot of the the dongles will be just temporary until then. But 
it means if you want to have the same use case you have today with your current MacBook Pros, um, you are going to have to buy additional dongles, and they're not always cheap. So uh, it, it's a temporary problem, I think. I don't think that it's... Like, that's certainly not something that would hold me back from getting a new MacBook, is the lack of ports. Yeah, the ports seem sufficient, but USB Type-C is a rather new port type. Like, I, I got a Pixel, and it's all USB-C, and, and I went on Amazon, and I was surprised how few cables there, there actually were for a Type-C to Type-C uh, type cable. Um, it's new, and, and it's great. You know, I think it's the future. I think that's the one thing that's actually forward-thinking on the MacBook Pro. Yeah, I agree. That seems to be the one thing. Now, the other things, the the processor is a generation old at this point, right? I mean, because yeah. Katie well, Lake just came yeah. out. I think that's uh, not, quite not that they would. Right. It's. I mean, it's understandable where they're at with that, and I'm still okay with that. Um, the graphics cards, I don't know much about those. Uh, I assume that they're better than what I have, so that's fine. I don't do much gaming on my Mac anyway. I, I, th I think right. a 980M might, might barely be able to hit the minimum specs for VR. Okay. Well, that's... Might. That's decent for, for 2016, and then 2017, it'll be completely off. <laughs> I... And so that's, you know, that's another thing. Like, they... I haven't heard any releases about VR and Apple. Like, zero. I... I you know, there's this Microsoft came out and they showed us a uh, that they're working on several VR headsets, some of, one of which might be included in the Xbox One. Who knows? Um, but that they're also trying to bring down the price and add competition to that market to kind of explore that market there. Um, you know, Google with its Android has has been pushing Daydream and they're they're pushing that second generation now of, of VR devices. They're not perfect, but at least they have something. They're moving forward. And what's really interesting is the Daydream controller. You can you can cast it. It has a little gyromite and accelerometer and stuff. But you know nothing at all from Apple. I mean, we hear we don't even hear rumors unless unless you guys have heard something. I haven't heard anything. I have uh, the. I'll link an article in the show notes, but it's a quote from Tim Cook saying that VR is nice, but it's not the future. AR is or augmented reality is more of the it's future. So much a cop out though. Yeah, it's a recent. It's a recent. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is that to me, like if you really look at it, AR and VR are the exact same thing. The only difference is the opacity of, you know, the real world over top of it, right? Like, you know. It, it's not a different thing. Like they are very much, you are building a virtual environment through some kind of headset that you're wearing. And the only difference is, can you see through that or not? You know, like right. the types of interactions you have are going to be dependent on what, you know, what they built, what, what software developers create, but it's the same thing. So, I mean, it's kind of silly to say that VR is not the future because it, in the AR is, it's like, whatever. I mean, it's, <laughs> Yeah. Like it's all virtual reality. You're just incorporating your current environment into your virtual reality in AR. And, you know, the, Tori, you and me, we both have five headsets and the ability to share a space or like transform one location into another is, is huge. It's, it's undeniably cool and, and a good way of sharing. And I think that they're missing the boat just saying that, hey, AR is, is where it's at and we're not going to worry about anything else. Yeah, you know, in the past, I would have said, oh, you know, back in the jobs era, it was, oh, we know that they're working on something, you know, and they'll, 
you know, they're going to deny it, deny it. Just like the iPhone, you know, it was rumored for, I mean, I guess maybe people don't really remember that, but it was rumored forever that there was this iPhone, you know, and it was going to come out and, you know, and then it came out and it was absolutely revolutionary. You know, it changed like the entire industry overnight. And I don't think that's going to happen this time. <laughs> I, I <laughs> thought it might for a while, you know, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't think this company can pull that off because um, it just seems like they don't know what they're trying to be anymore, which actually really worries me about the MacBook Pro. Um, the Some of the limitations, like saying, well, we went with 16 gigs of RAM as the you know max because of power considerations. And it's like, well, you certainly weren't, you know, it was a power user considerations because, you know, like popping up a thing saying when you try to add 32 gigs of RAM, hey, just to let you know, it was like significantly impact your battery life. Are you sure you want to put it in there? And people would be like, yeah, because you know what? A lot of times, got you guys, you know, you, you use your computer and you, you have it plugged in. So like, who cares about the battery life? You know, like it's not that big of a deal. Um, so it just kind of seems a little silly to, you know, artificially limit it basically because oh we don't you know and then the same thing with the 13 inch um i believe so 13 inch has like the the uh the ports on one side are are actually like speed limited like by half just because various architectural reasons that i don't understand fully but it's just kind of funny that it's you know I, I, again I, no one's gonna be hooking up devices currently that are gonna really blow away that bandwidth anyway but it's still just kind of bizarre that, that they're in this situation with these pro machines that they're not really pro, you know. Yeah, they're pro in name only for, or a, it's a marketing term, not not really serving yeah. the market that they they used to. Right, is I think the big concern. Right, well, and that the question really is, well, what market is it that they're going after then? Because well, I think Apple is in a holding pattern right now. Like they're they want they want their current. Um, their current dominance of phones and and you know PCs to just stay there, like they don't want to change anything, and and they don't seem to be advancing either, um, not in any significant way. Whereas on the other side, you see Microsoft showing us like this Surface Studio, where you have like this this fully um, uh, touchscreen uh, surface that you can draw on. Um, and, and they have a little dial thing and they're showing VR and they're showing a number of like new things that, that are really interesting to me that that's maybe take a look at windows again, that made me say, okay, well maybe, maybe I can make this work again. Windows. Yeah. I had the same thought and I, I mean, once I, th you know, was done throwing up, I, you know, it's like, okay, like let's, <laughs> let's be serious here. Um, no, but like, you know, it, it, there's a couple apps that I use that are, you know, Mac only. Um, but even that, you know, like one of the apps is Sketch. Um, and I'm really disappointed with their last couple of releases. And I am have been seriously considering just moving away from it. So then, yeah, it kind of opens up a whole world there where it's like, you know, you're not really tied there anymore. So, you know, like what, what apps do I, you know, I used to use Adium all the time and now we use Slack, you know, and... I'm really disappointed in the Photos app on OS 10, so that's not keeping me there anyway. And I start to look at all the different things I do, and I'm going, there's not a whole lot keeping me here except for familiarity and how bad Windows still is and how rough it is around the edges to me. Like I, when I actually have to use it, it, it's not just like the comfort level of oh yeah, like I'm really fast in my Mac because I've been using it for 15 years or whatever. But you know, it's just like some of your little rough edges around Windows still that just make me cringe. 
but it's gotten a lot better. Like, you can't, I can't deny that. Like, it's definitely way better than it was just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that one, one thing that would be that I would hate to leave the Mac. One reason, big reason I would hate to leave the Mac is because I'm an iPhone user. And I think everybody here except Paul is an iPhone user, right? Yeah. So leaving the Mac uh, for either Linux or Windows, you lose the continuity. And, you know, now it's gotten better with, um, I, I love being able to respond to text messages on my, on my computer and uh, share things between the two really easily, uh, especially now with the shared clipboard between them. Uh, that's all really nice, and that would be a hard thing for me to lose, I think. I also really like Apple Music, um, and so I'd have to say goodbye to I that think, as well. I think I there's think. Apple Music for... Yeah, they have iTunes, right? I wouldn't, so. but I wouldn't go to Windows. Oh. I'm sorry, I'd go to Linux. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's... you're braver than me. Well, the thing, though, is <laughs> I, that I've... I'm not very tied to my iPhone as much as I used to be. I'm very, I, this is, again, where in recent times, like, releases of iOS have been worse. And usually, you know, people complain what? when something comes out. Yes, no, usually people complain when something comes out and then they get used to it, see every reiteration of Facebook. But the UX around the lock screen for iOS 10 is absolutely horrendous. And it is, yeah, it's very odd. It, it's, it is so absolutely frustrating that every time I go to pick up my phone, it irritates me. Like when I'm about to unlock it, I get irritated by it, which makes me think, God, do I really care about like what's keeping me on iOS? Like honestly messages what like, what irritates you what irritates you, you? a fingerprint it, scanner or something now yeah my fingerprint work? scanner firstly hardly ever works um because it turns out huh. that about a billion times a day i am washing my hands washing the dishes doing something and my hands have any kind of moisture i sweat a little bit my, hand, my hands are a little clammy fingerprint scanner the tiniest little bit of moisture fails so that's the first thing unless you you can train it unless you yeah. set up your your fingerprint with oh yeah your smudgy hands. i've done that does not because it's not the same smudge every time Trust me, I've been through this. It's irritating because now I can't just unlock it that way. Okay, great. But I can't swipe to unlock either um, because I swiped the way I used to and it just goes to these widgets that I could care less about. Don't care. <laughs> There's nothing there I care about. Nothing. Not a single thing on that that I want. But that's okay. If you swipe the other <laughs> way, you get to your camera. Oh, but if you swipe back, you don't get back. How do you use the camera? I can't figure out the camera. Swipe the other way. I like swipe to unlock, but the opposite direction, and you get to camera. It's like the dashboard. But that's the thing. I yeah. the dashboard on the Mac. I disabled that. But that's oh. the thing. Oh. That makes no sense because when you swipe left, you get a page. You swipe oh, right, I you see get there's the, a dot. Back to the page. But if you go swipe one more time to the right, you're in an app, and now if you swipe again, you don't go back. Yeah, I can't go back. It this is, is the Snapchat. It makes this is the Snapchat no UI. Sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat, Snapchat is the worst <laughs> UI I've ever seen in my life. And then. I That's because you're over 30. Oh my gosh. I am too. I, cannot, I couldn't figure it out. Like, sounds awful. It's, it's, inher it's yeah. inherently bad. It's. I mean, Anthony no... Weiner figured it out, so I figured I could. I still can't. I, I'm not as smart as him. <laughs> you can no. figure it out. It's not hard to figure Anthony, out. It just doesn't he make sent, sense. He sent a picture to the wrong person. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, he didn't he did figure not, it he out. He did not figure it out. <laughs> he did not. He did, it was an accident, I think. No, so then, Tori, what phone do you have? Uh, what model do you have? I have the six. Okay, that's, I think, your problem. Um, the six, but you have to when the success every came six out, <laughs> no, no, you don't. But <laughs> the, I think, I think it was the six. There is a significant difference between the Touch ID sensor mm, yeah. in 
uh, so the six and the six S and seven, the six S and seven have this ridiculously fast touch ID sensor that just works like immediately. And so I, I never have a problem getting it to unlock almost any time. And I, I have a kid now, so my hands are constantly disgusting, uh, as well. And it almost never fails for me. Um, so I think that might be part of the problem. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I've definitely thought about upgrading, but again, I look at what they're offering and it's not, it's not felt compelling. And that's the first, I've, I've always been someone who upgraded at least every ass model. Like I was in, you know, every other, every and what? this time I've just don't care. Like I, I, there's nothing compelling enough that I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely feel like I want that. Like it's, do you know what I mean? Like I just, it, mm-hmm. it isn't a priority. Like I, I don't, it's, you know, if I, if it was offered to me like here, take this. But now with the phone companies not offering the same kind of deals and subsidies that they did before, it's a, it's a pretty big outlay for something that currently works like good enough. But like, here's an idea. If it's going to be like crap on my phone, just give me the ability to like swipe to unlock again. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, it's just I can't argue with you there. It, it's just, it's just, it's really bad UX. I can link to an article about that really goes in depth about the UX of the, of the home of the new iOS 10 home screen and just how disastrously, just how awful it is and why it's so irritating. Um, and it's just, but I like it's it. It's just bizarre. <laughs> I just can't believe that you know this is out. You can like things that are bad, Nick. No one's saying you can't like things that are bad. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Donald Trump I mean, has massive you, support. Like, yeah. you can like things that are bad. Uh, it just yeah. don't tell me about them. You can be a Backstreet Boys fan. It's all right. You can. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> I have every album. I'm not gonna lie. That's because you have Apple Music. Oh, wow. Well, it's hard. To, it's hard to say the music's objectively bad. That's that one's a little bit more of a can of worms. Not really. Oh yeah. You want me to sing a few songs? Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying Yoko Ono had a career. Like, yeah. That's Some, that's a. Sometimes you know there, there's the exceptions point. to the rules that prove the rules. <laughs> so back to the Mac. There's really. Th- I like a lot of things about it. I'm as the resident Vim user on this uh, podcast. I'm actually not that upset about the escape key being gone. It's there and it's shifted off to the to the right a little bit, which I don't like. Um, but maybe I just need to try and adjust my workflow to not press it anymore. Um, that that's not a big problem for me. I also use an external keyboard most of the time, so it won't be a big problem. I'm fine with the processors, even even though there's already a newer generation that'll be coming out very soon if it's not already out. I like the I can go up to two terabytes for storage because I have 256 gigs right now, and almost weekly That's I'm tight. trying to delete stuff to to save room uh, or to to create room because I it's just a nightmare. Uh, so really excited about that. The one thing that I'm really not that excited about is you've been able to get 16 gigs of RAM in your computer for how, how long have you been able to do that? Five years, four years? Yeah. Like yeah. a long time. Quite a while. Yeah. 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 I feel like 32 should be an option now and it's not. And I know, and I've read a lot of articles, you know, placing the blame on Intel for that. And that could be, but it just seems like that. I, I, it, it doesn't seem like it's enough. I think my 10 year old Mac pro can take 32 or 64. Oh Yeah. Yeah, we, I had like sixty four in mine. I think back. In the I have day. sixteen, and I have sixteen in mine now because I'm still using it. I have like thirty two in my iMac. 
you know, and yeah, it's just. But but we have to make it thinner because everybody is complaining about how heavy their Macs <laughs> are and how how thick they are. So we have to work on making them thinner yeah. instead of like th- that's the problem. If you if you had to change the internals to support the higher RAM, like uh, DDR4, I think, then make it thicker and make a thicker battery. Like yeah, I don't yeah, know. I can. I can handle a thick laptop. If if yeah. you can't handle it, get a freaking iPad Pro or something. Well, actually, you know? didn't they? The thickest, that's yeah. what Tim Cook wants you to do. Well, I think that the, the new battery, I think I had read that it was, you know, they did a teardown and it was not even for the one with the touch bar, but it was, uh, it was, it was actually like much, um, it was just much, it's much, much less power, the new battery. So like. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't get it. Because like, you know, Okay. If you're if you are someone who is like, oh, I am I want to buy a Mac, are you really gonna like walk up and look at the Mac and measure the thickness and then go over to Best Buy and look at the Windows machines and measure the thickness? Yeah. Like well, if you rest who, your if you rest if you rest your wrists that? on it, if you put your wrists on it, you'll be able to tell the difference. Like it's it's low enough that you can put your wrists on it without hurting your wrists. I mean that's yeah. I mean that's I, why they're that's why they're kind of discontinuing the air, right? Is the air is uh, uh, a stopgap design, like the wedge. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's good that it, it's good that it's thin in the front, but I, I think that, yeah. But you know what? They could make it a lot thicker, and it would still be thinner than most Windows oh, laptops sure. that you would buy. And Nick would still run out and buy it no matter what. It could be twice <laughs> as thick. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! That's true. He absolutely would. I think a lot of people would. Yeah. I think, well, just because that's what we're used to. We're like, yeah, Mac is a good device. And, you know, there's a lot of good Windows devices that are coming out now. But They run Windows, yeah. For As far as the touch, as far as the touch bar goes, um, I don't mind losing escape. I don't mind losing the function keys, especially if you can get back to them. Um, you know, from my point of view, it's just not good UX. Like, it's, it's not a consistent user experience having this little touch bar that that flips your controls all the time. Like you're only, it only works and it only shows in a certain state and you have to go back and make sure you're in that state in order to get to your touch control. I mean, I have a feeling that we're going to benefit a lot from it, but once again, you still have to use it. You have to use that keyboard. Like my, my laptop, like I don't know if you can tell from where it's filming, it's up in the air. Like I, I have it off to my side and I use my laptop in front of me. So I'm not going to be reaching over and using the touch bar during right. the average work day. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and if you want that that sort of touch accessibility, you're going to have an iPad or you're going to have a, a tablet yeah. that, that well, gives you that. Well, that's, that's, that's the most interesting thing I heard, though, is that they were talking about how you could theoretically have an iPad that has a touch bar at the top and that the rest of the screen is like a giant trackpad or like a a tablet, uh, like an old, an old Wacom, Wacom, I don't know how you pronounce it, tablet that would let you interact with it as well. Yeah. The, and that sounds fun. The, the, the biggest thing that I guess when I use um, like Photoshop, Illustrator, Sketch, um, you know, there's a lot of times where you're in something and to get out of it, you just hit escape. Um, yeah. And not having the tactile feel of a button and you just have to rely on going up and hitting that, but knowing that they're going to put their own buttons there, or you can put your own buttons here and there and change things up, put your tools there. 
like I have to look down to tap it. Like it's not in a convenient yeah. place and there's no tactile feel for where the escape button is. So it becomes this kind More of muscle memory. Yeah. It's like, I have to just like kind of feel it out. And I, again, I'm reserving judgment enough to say, I, I, you know, I could be wrong. Like it, it could be just fine. And maybe it just feels very natural and it's just like you would always use it. But I'm going to be pressing a button that doesn't have any feedback. Whereas every other button I press has feedback. It does something. And so if I, you know, if I'm in something and I press escape and it doesn't do anything currently, I know I press the correct button. And then I realize, oh, it's because I'm in a mode. I can't escape out of this because I need to do that. You know, I need to actually, you know, there are things where you, you can hit escape and they don't do anything. But now I'm actually going to hit escape, then look down at the thing, make sure I hit escape and then realize, oh, wait, I'm in the wrong thing. You know, there, there's just there's these times where you're going to be frustrated by that, where you're going to be, have to be looking down because you're not sure if you actually hit the button or not. Um, and that's just that's just really awful. Like if you ever tried to if you ever gone to like, yeah. a, like a gas station or like, you know, it had a keypad where you, you have to type in like your um, your zip code and it's like doesn't have buttons, but it's just kind of like you just tap them. Those are infuriating because I, I like wait, even when they're just like the old like there are some that are like telephone like an old telephone style where you like you know, press these like payphone style keys down and you know what those are super satisfying when I'm putting it in at the gas pump the ones where the touch I never know like I place it and then it's like I put enter and it's like incorrect I don't know where I missed the key I don't know what mm-hmm. happened like mm-hmm. and that's how I feel like this is gonna yeah. be so we'll, we'll see and does so the touch Nintendo does the touch bar not have oh <laughs> sorry go ahead go ahead. Oh, oh, Does the touch bar? Go Nintendo. <laughs> Go Nintendo. I am solving this debate. I, I was Nintendo. Gonna, so I was going to say Nintendo over the last couple generations has learned that exact same lesson that the dual screen, uh, the DS, the Nintendo DS and the Wii U pull people out of immersion. It pulls people out of what they're doing to look at the other screen and to actually interact with it. And so I don't know why Mac is doing it, but they're going to go down that exact same road. And, and it's exactly how you described it. You're not going to be sure you press the right thing. You're not going to have muscle memory because the, the physical buttons aren't going to be there. And you're going to have a changing user experience between as the different buttons and, and, and whatever controls they invent show up at the top. It's it's exactly how you, you've described it. And we're going to see the same yeah, thing. I can't imagine like the emoji thing. Like, so they show you... Uh, uh, the, they show you in the demo, right? He's gets a message from some random person, right? And he goes, Oh, I want to send an emoji. And what does he do? He looks down at his keyboard. He sees the emojis and he presses the, what he wants. I'm like, how is that any different from just clicking the emoji thing and clicking the one that you want? Like, I don't like, you're not going to have muscle memory to be like, Oh yeah. I just like move my middle finger up and tap the smiley face. Like that's just, I, I really have a hard time seeing that happen. I could be absolutely wrong, and I would love to be wrong about this. So if I am, we will do a recap. <laughs> we'll do. We'll come back to this topic, <laughs> and I will admit that I am completely wrong about this. I hope that I'm wrong, but that's just. It just feels like I'm gonna have to look down, and then why? Why are you looking down at another screen when it's already on up. that screen? I'm gonna have to look up and over. That's true. You are. You're go- only though. You're gonna have to reach across your exactly. room. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that I have mine closed. I, remoted I can't laptop. do anything with it but and that, that's another thing well first off does the touch bar not have the the touch feedback that like the iphone has or the trackpad is that confirmed i don't recall like a haptic feedback question? i don't i yeah. don't think it has it and even if it did i can't imagine that i mean the, the iphone doesn't really have like the haptic very like it doesn't have like a tap to vibrate does it 
does the yeah. iPhone doesn't have positional haptics. Right, it, it doesn't. It's just yeah, a uh, Well, no, it doesn't have right. that. But it, uh, like in the iPhone 7, it has the button on the screen actually is not a button anymore. It feels like you're pressing a button sometimes, some people think. Um, but you're not actually pressing anything. It just is making a vibration like you were pressing a button. Um, and that's the same thing with the trackpad. The one that's going to be in that new Mac and the external one that you can get. Uh, for the longest time, I thought that this actually pressed down, but it doesn't do that. It just makes a sound and taps under me under my finger. And it feels real, which is really awesome, actually. Um, hmm. I really like the, the trackpad. Um, but, yeah, it'd be like that wouldn't be so much of a problem if, if they gave you that kind of like, you know, I press escape and I feel a little tap. That would be acceptable, I think. But the problem is I hate that it's off to the right a little bit. Like they have that margin. Yeah. Right yeah. There, which is it's awful. like not in the right place. Um, yeah. yeah. The other thing that's going to be really nice, though, is is Touch ID. Um, and especially if it's open like it is on the, well, if it has an API like it does on the iPhone, where like I use one password to type in all of my passwords on my phone and on my Mac. Uh, but on my phone, I just have to scan my thumbprint. Now I don't have to actually type in my really long password. Uh, but I do on my Mac. It would be awesome to have to to not have to do that and just be able to scan my thumbprint and use that. However, my laptop is closed right now, and I don't see myself leaving <laughs> it open. So well, it would be nice if you could do the whole watch to unlock thing, but for... I can do that. But for... Oh, yeah, password, too. Like for all of that, would be yep. nice if that was also... They might add it at the way. same time. That's a good point. Um, that would be yeah. nice. So should we move on from this topic? Because I feel like we've beaten it into a bloody pulp. Um, uh, one more question yes. before we do. Do you want, are you going to get one? I do not know. Honestly, I don't know. How about you guys? I assume you're all getting one. Uh, I mean, I think I'm going to get one to replace my desktop. My, current my, thing. my Mac has survived long enough. Um, I'm just going to keep going probably for another year with my Mac and see how it goes. Uh, I would, I've been looking at the surface actually as well, because the ability to draw on a laptop and detach it and have a notepad there, that sounds kind of neat. And I, I've actually been using the, um, the Linux iPad. subsystem. I've been using the Linux. Well, then I have to get an iPad and <laughs> I have to get a, a laptop and, and I, I, I haven't bought in to that touch bar thing. And I'm not going to pay 300 extra dollars for a keyboard when it comes out with Touch Bar or whatever ridiculous price it's going to be, uh, because that that's what I've heard they've, that Touch Bar adds to the cost of the Mac. It's like 300 bucks, right? I can't imagine I think so, so, yeah. paying that much. Is it really? So, so they're going to yeah. be like, okay, dudes, everybody's going to buy the MacBook Pro with Touch Bar, and then we're going to release our $300 keyboard. Ha ha ha! It's no, like no, I'm going to sit out for the next year. And uh, I've I've actually been because of VR I've been developing more on my Windows machine and and I've I've been messing with their their Bash shell and, and it's actually pretty decent um, so I'm gonna keep playing with that see what shakes out. I have the opposite feeling. I've been playing with the the Linux or the Linux subsystem in Windows for a little while in a VM and I think it's awful still. <laughs> That's uh, surprising. So. <laughs> I couldn't go to a Windows machine. I don't think that I... I do want a new machine, uh, so I will probably get one. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I really want to wait and see what people who have bit the, uh, bitten the bullet say about it. Yeah, but what are you going to do if they uh, say it's awful? Are you going to get the one without like the lesser spec one that doesn't have the touch bar? 
Nope. No, right. I wouldn't do exactly. that. Exactly. So you, uh, there's also you're gonna get one. Like, and you, you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna <laughs> mount it up there. You're not gonna use that keyboard, and you're just gonna deal with it. That's what you're gonna do. But there's there's also a on Mac rumors. There's a rumor that in 2017 we will see price cuts on them and up to 32 gigs of RAM. Yeah. In a in a 2017 model. Sure. So maybe. I don't yeah, like yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. Maybe you can get more memories of dongle or something. The problem is I can't wait another three years or whatever uh, for a new laptop. I need to get one at some point. Right. So you're going to so. you're going to say, oh, I'm going to wait until people. Then you're just going to buy one because it doesn't matter what people say. <laughs> you, you need one, and you're not going to switch. So yeah, maybe I just don't know what I need. Apple knows, and they'll just <laughs> direct just like me iOS 10. I, you know, I that's is awesome. the way it's, it's awful. That's the way it's been for a while. Apple Apple has put out good machines, and you could rely on that. And and I'm seeing, I, I'm not seeing a cohesive experience for this release of the Mac. Like I'm not seeing how you're supposed to use a Touch Bar as a developer. How you're like they don't even have their own branded uh, monitors coming out. It's it's LG or something, right? Yeah, yeah. they're mm-hmm. done with that. Hey, can I just say what else is bad with iOS 10? Because on the iPad Pro, <laughs> sure. no. the lock screen on the iPad, like, the lock screen is the biggest, I, it is a huge, I can't even believe how awful it is. On the iPad Pro, it's amazing how awful they made that. They're like, hey, let's offset the time to the, to the side, even though there's nothing on the screen. For what reason? That's not true. That is true. No, they do put widgets over to the right. They put them below and to the Should right. I go ahead and just pull mine up right now and show you what it looks like? <laughs> Should yeah. I do the same? Yeah. No, I'm going to show you exactly what mine looks like. Mine's upstairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> huh, let's see here. Okay, they are, they are now unzipping their pants. <laughs> oh, look. And look at how nice that looks. Out the rulers. Look at how nice that looks. But there, I thought there were widgets that they put. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are. But you I... know what? If there aren't, go ahead and don't stick the time off to the side. <laughs> it is complete. It is just such a design But fail. you get... But you get a better view of the planet on your lap on your iPad. I want to put a view of your face on there, just so I get a better <laughs> view of it all the time. And I'm constantly reminded about this conversation. I'll be able to see all of you on this side. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's just it's bad design. It's just bad. It's bad. It is it is huge. This is bigly bad. <laughs> okay, someone tell me about something else besides the Mac. See, no one has anything. Well, let's no see. Like, what do you, <laughs> well, what do you mean? well, let's see. Well, we have our list. And so we've talked about Mac. We've talked about Windows a little bit. Do you want to talk about Windows alternatives? Or like we've, we've really. mentioned that, hey, Windows are, are doing some things. And that's about as far as we're gotten right now. Do you have anything more to say about that? That you could go to Windows, but Bash Shell sucks. Um, and dual booting's kind of hard. Like, what else you got to say about that? Bash Shell's okay. Nick, other than, was it Tmux? Was that your problem with, with Linux uh, subshell? It was probably way Tmux. <laughs> probably. No, yeah. I, I just hate that it's not, you have like a separate home directory for it. And then, I don't know. It just didn't feel right. He felt dirty. At, and he had I just, did. he didn't even change his baby's diaper yet. And that's it. He already felt he already felt <laughs> unclean. He had to wash his hands three times before he could touch his baby. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. It's a separate system. Um, if I can say goodbye to command prompt, I, I think I'm going. I think I'm happy with that. <laughs> but uh, true. Okay. I mean, if I, I was stuck I on 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 Windows, then I'd love it. 
but there's yeah, a I better don't... world out there and, and we're free to not be tethered to that at SitePen. So <laughs> I've been at places where we had to be tethered to windows and it was awful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I've, I've been through several design decisions of Mac that I don't agree with. Like maximizing to full screen drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, like I don't like that. And, and, I don't want, I don't, is there a dongle out there that will solve that for me? I, I that I can like hit the it. green button? <laughs> it's and, nice. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about, Nick. You're just, you're a completely different person than I thought you were. <laughs> no, and that's okay. But, you know, I, I like having multiple windows up at the same time. You can have to, exactly two windows up at the same time. Exactly. I, I have a 21 by nine inch monitor that I'm staring at and I have a, a window in each corner and then I have my Mac to my right side. So I have, but like, you have that freedom to install third party things to do what you want. Anyway, I use one called, uh, I don't even remember what it's called. It's like Divi. It's a bad name. Divi, for that's it. Thank How you. How did you forget that? What's your wife's name? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good thing she doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To anything you say, not just the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's mutual, though. Oh, my yeah. dogs are barking. I can't wait to edit all that out. <laughs> all right. Now, so, do, you have, now right. do you have anything well, else to say? Let's move on to something. I was I was just happy. curious what Nick, what Nick felt about it. So happy stuff. Um, Intern 3.4 is planning to release this month. Yay. Woo. And, and it's going to bring a whole bunch of new systems to and capabilities to intern. So um, me and Nick and Brian, we're all working on um, a few different aspects. Um, we're bringing benchmarking into intern. So there'll be like this benchmarking, I don't know, subsystem or um, what do you want to call it, Nick? And it's not an engine. It's kind of like an assertion library, but not really. Sweet? I don't know. Sweet? Sure, let's call it a sweet. Um, I think we're anyway, just complimenting there, him. Be this <laughs> <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah, Brian's sweet. Uh, no, there's got to be the, this benchmarking suite. And what it does is it, it allows you to, to write code that will run in uh, many times over and over again to kind of see if your code is performant and if it meets certain benchmarking requirements. And so this is typically important when you have like a system that... Um, is running really tight loops and you need to make sure that it's, it's really performant. Or if you need to get under a certain um, frame rate, you don't want something to go on for too long. So if you want to hit that fresh 60 frames per second, you need 16 millisecond um, code essentially. So you need to, to you know, uh, go through your entire functional stack every 16 milliseconds in order to get a good 60 frames per second. Or um, sometimes you want to identify, hey, you know, this code is really complex. I need for it to not take more than a minute or two. Like my users are going to expect it to be a long running process, but after a certain amount of time, browsers are going to freak out. So um, you can use it to, to run that code a few times over and over again and then indicate, hey, this is starting to go over my threshold. It's, it's starting to throw errors. Um, I need to spin this off into a web worker or split it up with some green threading or do some server-side craziness or, or some solution um, to that. So um, we're bringing benchmarking for those reasons. Um, I'm working on the visual regression testing and 
what that allows you to do is um, get a benchmark of what a page or, or, or something in your, in your application should look like. It's part of functional testing. So you, get a, you go to a page and you do some things and you say, you take a snapshot and you, and you save that to your disk and you say, this should look like this forever. And then um, on subsequent runs of the tests, it'll test your benchmark against what is actually there after, after your functional tests have run and say, yes, this is still the same. And so it's super important whenever you want to uh, make sure that your, your CSS changes that you've made doesn't completely ruin something in the other side of the application that you never look at anymore because you're done developing that and you're just changing this one section. But lo and behold, oh, it messes up everything and you didn't know that because you can't always test your entire app in a deep way. Um, it also helps you kind of put visual tests around legacy systems so you can take snapshots of a legacy system and say, okay, I'm gonna take some snapshots of, of this system it should always look like this as we're developing on it. And so it's a really cheap way of getting tests uh, around something, more of a warning flag than anything else, but it's a good way to start coming in in a really inexpensive way and saying, hey, I'm gonna do these few things and then take a snapshot and always compare that to my baseline to make sure that pages don't start 404ing and you know that, that everything is actually working in the way that I want it to. And then um, the last thing for 3.4 is we're adding accessibility testing. And so I'm terrible at accessibility. I'm just going to cut it there sure where you said terrible, and that's just going to be. I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. terrible. I'm, I'm going to wrap the show. <laughs> just, I'm sure you're going to have a soundboard afterwards, too. Yeah, it would be on my touch, touch bar. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. You got the raindrop. That's, that's Nick October. actually making that noise with his mouth. <laughs> it is amazing. Oh, I remember doing that in the eighth grade. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't know you were cool that long ago. I was, I was cool before I was six I was years. Cool. I was never cool. Okay. No. Um. Anyway, accessibility testing. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm really not good. I'm terrible at at doing accessibility testing and and or rather making sure that everything is accessible because um, it's just not a world that I live in all the time. And so we're bringing in this tool that does accessibility testing and makes sure that you have things like um, captions on videos that you bring in and make sure that you have like uh, um, the alts, alt tags on images and just the general accessibility things that uh, are useful to have on sites. So those are the next three things that are coming to intern and that'll be for release three, four. I think just calling them sites is incredibly insensitive. Oh yeah, could you could you share your worldview with me? Well, it's very sightist, I think. It's very sightist. <laughs> sights. Yeah. What about blind people? I should call them. They're not a sight. Well, they they under. That's true, but yeah, they there's a conversion thing on a job. You need an alt tag for your terminology. I I have called you out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger you. I just. I'm I'm beyond. I, Beyond I, angry at this point. <laughs> You're going to have to go on Tumblr and write a, a very harsh I already did while you were talking. <laughs> uh, that sounds... So with the accessibility testing, is that something that... Um, like, what... Is there a list of rules that it's checking for and, and maintains? Or is it, like, plugging into, like, the, the Google accessibility audit thing? Or, or what's it doing? 
So we we have we we're using two different libraries right now, Axe and Tenon. Okay. And um, essentially, what they're doing is they're making sure that your your um, pages fit certain business rules. Essentially, gotcha. it's saying. You know, oh, if there's an image, there should be an alt tag. Oh, if there's, you know, video, there should be So captions. it's kind of like a linting oh, thing, a... but for your your rendered page? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's, let's All right, call come it. Come on. Just, it's, it's, you know what? Yeah. Everyone else nods their head if you sit there like, no, that's like not it at all, actually. That is exactly what it is. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a linting thing for your page. It makes sure that you don't have any navel lint in your page. Thank you. Sorry, no, just Tori. continue. I'm done. See, I quit. Tori, no, you're on a tear. I, I don't want to. I don't want to trigger you anymore. I'm just gonna have Nick talk about. Um, I'm just gonna refresh 5:38 until next Tuesday. <laughs> 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 oh God, it gets it gets worse. It hasn't gotten better. There's no sense in refreshing. It's just gonna. It's just gonna go all the way to to 100. No, no. I use that timeline feature, and I just keep going backwards until we reach a point of August 15th. That made me oh the good old the good days. old days. Um, right <laughs> now, the, not so much. Do you see the article uh, Benjamin Button reviews um, the Mac Pro? No, no. It's someone reviewing the Mac amazing. Pro backwards in time. <laughs> like it's the laptop slightly thicker, but they uh, have added a row of function keys that makes it much easier to press the function <laughs> keys. It's really, it's really, really good. Oh, we'll add that to show that notes. That sounds great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the earliest versions had a disk drive. <laughs> <laughs> Keep adding features. <laughs> I mean, that's a bad feature, though. <laughs> a disk drive. The current models don't have it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I bought when I bought the Windows VR machine. It still cracks me up that it came without a CD drive. And then they gave me CD drivers that they wanted me to install when I ran it. It was like, stop, uh, install these drivers before you continue. And I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to put this thing, but thank you. Not really sure. You know what's funny? You can get a external CD drive dongle for about the same price as Max $29 Lightning to USB-C dongle. Yeah. You know, you seem to think a lot of things are dongles. <laughs> and I don't think you know what a dongle is. You think there's software that's dongles and that there's just... <laughs> You can buy disk drives that are dongles. Like I, they're not. They're not dongles at all. They're none of those things. They're, soft, they're not. Software that you know, software that acts as a button. That's a dongle. No, it's not. It's a piece of software. It's to, oh come on. What? <laughs> like okay, wait a second. I used Alfred to. Uh, I can I can type in headphones and it'll switch my audio input to headphones or speakers and it'll switch it back to speakers. Is that a dongle now? Did I just create my own dongle? I think that's a utility. That sounds like a switch to me. If you had a if you had a big if you had a big like flip switch that you you took a drill to your Mac top and you drilled into it and you put this hard switch on it and did the exact same thing, would that not be, you know, the equivalent of a dongle? Or I'm sorry, if you plugged it into your USB C port and had this big switch that when you switched it, all it did was do exactly what you're saying. It would be a dongle. You would call it. If a dongle, I had right? a switch that was like I plugged in like a, a dongle that was a paintbrush, then I could run Photoshop. No, it wouldn't be a dongle. It's not the same thing at all. It's just piece of software. <laughs> it's not a dongle. It's not what that is. A dongle it's is like, like a single. No, a dongle is like an adapter. Like it's something that you need to adapt from one thing to another. That's like a dongle. 
Yeah, like a CD player to adapt yes. from a CD into data. That is not the dongle, No, that's right? a drive. That's a drive. <laughs> <laughs> You're just giving a name to a dongle. It's a drive. A dongle do converts one input type into like another, like a USB type A to a USB C needs that dongle because it's like an adapter, right? Like what would be a dongle? In your da- I'm looking it up. I'm Googling this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I tore out a tear. This is awesome. I just, I'm triggered. Dongle, a small device able to be connected to and used with a computer, especially to allow allow access to wireless broadband or use of protected software. Did you just get that from Yahoo Answers, which is the most reputable site on the (laughs) internet, by the way? I I went to Google and typed define colon dongle. Oh, that's a good idea. Whatever, man. There's actually a whole. That's the Wikipedia. Yeah, there's a Wikipedia in here all about the MacBook adapters now. I bet you Paul just did that. He actually probably just wrote in. He's, oh, yeah, here it is. Cassette adapters. I bet you if I go to the wiki edit history, it's going to say Paul Shannon, and he's going to have added all this <laughs> stuff in while I was looking for it. All right. I'm still not going to give you that there's software dongles. I'm sorry. Um, and I'm certainly not clicking on dongle gate. That's going to go ahead and stay blue. <laughs> That's the Anthony Weiner stuff. <laughs> that will stay blue because I'm not going there. So even though we spent almost the entire episode complaining about the MacBook Pro and worried about it, uh, according to Phil Schiller, they've had more orders for this MacBook than they have ever had for Pent-up demand, though. Yeah, it yeah. turns out if you wait four years <laughs> yeah. to update your hardware, people are going to order new ones. It's like it's like they just stopped making iPhones for a few years and they suddenly came out with a new iPhone. They're like, we're seeing record number of iPhone. Yeah, of course you are. Of course yeah. you are. People have been waiting the last year to not only purchase MacBooks if you absolutely need to. Early in this episode, you said, oh, my God, I need to upgrade. I'm going to like you're going to wait maybe a year to six months to buy just to see if everybody else is having a good time. But you, you made the comment that I've been waiting three years. I have to buy because yeah, exactly. in you're not years, waiting. I don't know what they're going to have. Call you're not going to wait another It's probably already been ordered. He didn't, he's not no. going to wait. I'm sorry, you're not. Because you know what? Everyone will say, even if the, all the reviews are awful, you'll be like, well, you know, you'll justify it. Like, well, I usually don't use the keyboard. And really, I could just take my existing <laughs> keyboard with me. It's so small. It's it's almost like a pack of gum. Like, it's just this tiny oh, little God, keyboard. Oh, God, the justifications? Yeah. Oh, the justifications I've heard about the missing escape keys and everything else. By the way, are you going to call the, the software button a button? Tori, or is I'm it, gonna call it, is it an abomination? I, 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 <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to call it. It's clearly it's, a dongle. It's clearly a dongle. It's clearly, well, it, it's, it's clearly. a flat screen thingy. It's not a button. So when you can't click it, is it still a button? Can you, can, can you call, you can't click it. It's not a button. I don't know. It also seems so you got to have to come up with a new name. Also, for that it. screen seems a little small. The touch bar screen, like I bet you Trump's fingers would work on it well, but I don't know about my big fingers. So are you kidding? You can DJ on that thing. Yeah. I, like, oh, why yeah. would you even need, why would you need anything else? How cringeworthy was it though? When that guy got done and like, <laughs> yes. there is like, firstly, the crowd there is not listening to electronic music. And then you have Tim cook talking about how they, he just, was it Tim cook? Or he just like he, how he killed it. It's just like, no, mm-hmm. like, this is mm-hmm. not working at all. Please stop this entire display right now. Like, I'm sorry. I just assume that those demos are in there for bathroom breaks so that it, we don't have to feel bad. It, I, want, I was cringing so hard watching that. I was just like, it was like, I don't even know. I, it was cringeworthy. It's bad. Yeah. I, 
yeah, to, to watch somebody who act is a professional in something, you're, you're going to have professional tools for it. You're not going to use like this touch bar to DJ. And you're not going to like and then, and these people, what is it like 10 in the morning? And they're like getting us, there's like a whole bunch of old white people sitting there. Probably, okay. And I'm not going to say old, but a whole bunch of white people sitting there. Okay. I'm not going to say white people, a whole bunch of people who don't listen to electronic music sitting there listening to this guy, DJ, not knowing whether this is supposed to be good or not. And then it's like, wow, he really killed it. And it's like, they like clap. Like <laughs> he really pressed play. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he killed it. I have no idea. I have no reference point. I don't listen to that kind of music. And most people there didn't. And it just seemed bizarre. Cause I'm like, yeah, like, Oh, you don't know? Like, don't well, know. Apple told you. Yeah. So obviously. Killed it the most. Obviously you killed it. Killed it the most. Apple, yeah. The most killage. <laughs> I need to edit all that I just said. It's just that it came off completely wrong. Uh, okay. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I think I just can't even. It's all I got to say. I can't wait to get mine. You know, I'm going to buy one just so I can use it and then say how great it is and how wrong I was. So I'm, I'm going to buy one just for having a computer. Like, well, I, w- I want to start DJing, so. I, s- I feel like I'm just going to be overpaying for stuff I don't need just so that I can. I, I need to update a desktop and a laptop. Yeah. Yeah, like, I will probably get one. Not until after the holidays, probably. Um, I mean, it lasts but, It lasts along this worth it, but I mean, it's not. I'm not going to enjoy buying a new Apple laptop. <laughs> I went under protest. Take my money, but don't shut up and take my money. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna look for the best deal I can get. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not excitedly giving you my money. I'm not going to the Apple store is what I'm saying. I'm going to I'm gonna wait it out, wait till it goes for a little bit of sale on, on Amazon. Maybe, maybe wait for a refurb. Maybe it falls know, out of the back okay. of the truck somewhere. I want to just touch on the one thing because you know what? People, if you, okay, I'm going to tell the audience right now. We're at an hour and five minutes. You're free to go. The bell has rung. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just need to. I just. I just need to say about the surface. But Tori's on a chair. I need to say about the surface. <laughs> oh, hey, this is what happens when I miss like a few weeks here, and I haven't podcasted forever. And then literally, it's time to podcast, and I see a message. Are we supposed to podcast? I'm like, I wasn't aware of this. Sure, I guess I'll do it. I, I look at the notes, and I'm in the wrong notes, and they're like, Oh, you're looking at the wrong place. And I just started the show. I didn't care, yeah. uh, as you can tell. Um. The surface. So same thing as always. The sur- yeah, it's nothing <laughs> different. Uh, the surface event was interesting, but I can I just say a few things about them as well, and I'm going to because um, school's out. Um, the dial is the most useless accessory I've ever seen. Um, is it a dongle though? It is a. It's not a dongle because it does not plug in. <laughs> I think. I think is the definition. But it, but it communicates. But it's actually it it's on the screen. It does stuff. Now what? Is it a dongle? It must be. It must be a dongle. Um, but let's see. Okay, a small device. Oh my gosh. Able to be connected. Oh, it's, it's it connected. is connected. Yeah, it is connected. No, but it it's connected. it's really a useless thing. Like, there's really no use case for that at all. Like none. I'm sorry. There's no what use it, case what, for that. What if you're DJing? Yeah, exactly. What if you need to? Yeah. Okay. What if you need to turn it up to eleven? Yeah. There are literally dozens of people around the world that really need their giant computer to come down and they can draw on it. There are not many, and I feel the same way about the iPad Pro and the Surface. Um, you know, the like the Surface Book and the the Surface itself and whatever they call the big monitor one, the Surface Studio or whatever, like. It sounds great. Their pens are awful, though. 
like they are really jittery. They have a lot of jittery problems with their with their pens. Like their the input lags a little bit. It jitters a bit, which makes it really difficult if you're an artist and you want to actually use those. Um, it's it's really a nightmare. And like the iPad Pro pencil, the Apple pencil looks it works really well. Like it's the best one I've ever used. And I've tried tons of different Windows ones. Um, but I just feel like you know, like they sell that as a big feature for like everybody. Like, oh, take notes, do this. You know what? It's a lot faster to type notes than it is to write them down with a pen. That's why typing is like something we learn and it's fast. I don't get the whole typing notes thing. And really, like most people are not needing to pull down their screen and draw it. That's it. Some people some people hand grind their coffee and then rinse a and then rinse a filter out and then place the filter in a cone and then put some coffee in it, and then they, they pour water over it, and they wait a couple minutes, because yeah. it's got to bloom. And, and then they- How <laughs> many more people use a Keurig, though? 30 seconds, not a couple <laughs> minutes, you heathen. But how many people use a Keurig, right? It's like they, it's just like they make this big selling point of this whole touchscreen thing, but in reality- I'm just saying know, some people enjoy inefficiency. So, it's for them. <laughs> so as, as somebody who's a hobbyist, uh, it, just playing around with some VR things, there's been a number of times that I wish I could uh, draw on something digital and and express what I, I, I'm, my ideas through some digital pen or something with multiple colors and kind of just a framework around it. Um, Get an iPad. <laughs> well, have you tried, okay, well, in VR, have you tried, um, oh, great, now I'm blanking on the, the name. Paint 3D? No, no. Tiltbrush? Not Tiltbrush. There's the whole, like, you build VR stuff in VR. Um, Man, why did I just blank on this? Yeah, it, it's their. Uh, I have a, a link on it on my Windows machine because they have a a, uh, a JavaScript dongle uh, which <laughs> bookmarklet. <laughs> they have a bookmarklet that gets you into the inspector. Is it a frame inspector? No, no, it's. Oh man, now oh, I can't find it. Why did I just blank on this? Uh, it's great because you can like make games and stuff all in VR. So like you can express stuff by like you physically grab things and scale them and do this whole thing. And you can make games and all kinds of stuff. And suddenly I can't think of the name. So is this Unity or is uh-uh. this? It's um, an actual like uh, uh, game you buy. It's like, well, it's not really, I mean, it is a game because you can download other people's things that they've made. But why can't I find what I have installed? It's like Modbox? Yes. Maybe? Yes, it's Modbox. All right. I haven't tried Modbox yet. Um, anyway, it, that's... It seems neat. Well, no, I mean, like, that, that's exactly, like, if you want to be creating stuff and you want to be expressing it, like, in VR, it's, like, a great place to do that. Um, but, yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I think a lot of people went off on an Apple of this whole touchscreen thing. But, like, Windows is not very good at touchscreen. Like, the UI itself is not very great. And then, okay, well, it has the pen... But like, I just don't see it. And I could be wrong. Like, I admit that. But I just feel like, man, the use cases they get for the pen are really sound better than they are. That's all I'm saying. That's all I just want to say that. Well, you know, it, it, that that could be true. Um, I, what I've seen though is Microsoft for the last five years or so, especially since Windows 8, which was terrible. Um, has been moving towards a combined solution where they're trying to figure out the whole uh, chain all the way from um, a touch device all the way and a tablet all the way to a full-blown PC. 
and I, I look at Apple and Apple just wants things to stay the way that they are. They want to sell a butt ton of iPhones and they want to sell their laptops, but only really because that's what they're also known for. Like they, it's part of their ecosystem. I think if they could find a way to drop the laptop and, and keep their customer base happy, they would. Possibly. I- Whereas I just, I just see this trajectory of Windows and Microsoft uh, going towards like a, a unified future solution where you have VR and where you have uh, the potential to bring other things in um, into your machine that isn't Apple approved and Apple ready. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of issues with the Apple stuff, but I think that when the Surface stuff came out and people were talking about how, oh, look, this big screen can do touch and you can use pen and all that, when's Apple going to do it? It just feels like probably not going to do it because it's really unnecessary. And the people who really need that will get a Cintiq. You know, like that's, that's what you'd want to be using anyway, you know, if you're like a professional because it's got the, you know, it, it's just much more stable as far as the strokes go and, and just everything. It's just just a better thing. So like, yeah, that's probably what they would just do. So why would Apple create that, you know? Well, and Ken, Tori, you're an artist. I'm not. Um, <laughs> do you, Have you used like a Wacom tablet in the past? I have. Um, or do you use it currently? I don't use one currently um, just because uh, just the type of stuff I create. Like if I want to sketch something, I just grab the iPad Pro and I just sketch on there. Um, yeah, and, and that's what I was going to ask. To me, yeah, I was never able to do the whole write but look at the screen thing. And that's what you have to do with like the way I come, right? Like you have to, if it's right. not one of the ones that have a screen, like the Cintiqs, um, you know, mm-hmm. you're, it's really, it's hard to get used to this idea of like drawing, but you're drawing up on a screen even though, you know, it just to me felt really unnatural. I could never get the hang of it. But like doing stuff directly on screen felt really good. Um, but when I had a couple of different Windows devices that you could do, you know, pen input, the calibration was always really terrible. It was always a pain and it jittered so much more. And it was just bleh. so I never got into that until I got the iPad Pro. And now I do a lot of different things. I just, you know, I sketch something up real quick. Describe that. Do you use do you just use um Procreate or have you used um, AstroPad before? Um, I don't think I tried. I might have tried AstroPad when it was first released. I don't think I went back to it. But yeah, I used. I just use like Procreate or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know what the future brings, but you know, I mean, definitely it would be cool to like the AstroPad feature is great in concept. Um, you know, perhaps if you could have more bandwidth between them. Because like the USB, yeah. it's just not enough to really get that smooth experience. But it'd be great, yeah, if you could like plug into USB, you know, Thunderbolt three, whatever, and have like this great, you know, just dual screen thing going on, and it wasn't all compressed and slow. That'd be great. So, all right, I'm gonna end the show now. I'm done talking. Everyone left. Look, the room's empty. <laughs> it's just us. Echo. Echo. We shut it down. Tori. We shut it down. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining. Thank all of you for listening. If you're still there, please keep me from a future of President Trump. I won't be here very long if he's elected. I will probably end up in a gulag or eating goulash. I'm not a very good reader just like Trump, so who knows? You'll be disappeared. I'll be disappeared. (laughs) Super Guantanamo. Super Guantanamo. Mega Guantanamo. The greatest Guantanamo. It's tremendous (laughs) Tremendous Guantanamo. Guantanamo. (laughs) Tremendous. 
All right. Until next time. See you later. Thanks. Bye, all. I was rolling down the window Cause I like to feel the wind blow We got a good thing Gonna see where the day goes Take it fast, take it real slow We got a good thing Hey, we got a good thing